1: This podcast is brought to you by our partners at Ocean Remedies. Ocean Remedies, the pioneer of sustainably harvested krill oil, offers marine-based supplements high in omega-3 fatty acids, phospholipids, and natural antioxidants to support healthy people and ecosystems. Ocean Remedies krill oil is a unique dietary supplement for use in your daily regimen. With no additives or fishy aftertaste and chock full of antioxidants, it's the perfect way to support your heart, brain, and eye health. For 15% off, head over to oceanremedies.com and use the offer code SUPERIOR, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R, to get your first bottle. Welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hey. Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. And we are here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week. We've got exes bringing up exes, divorces being finalized, awkward, conscious uncomfortable moments. Celebrity 13-year-old celebrity offspring using gay as a slur. How novel. Um, birthdays, of course. We've got a better update. Some Real Housewives of Atlanta tea. But first, as we do every week, we need to remind you, please listen on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes if you tie two little forks together with a piece of string. And that's how you listen to our podcast, by Thank getting a radio signal. Do that. Um, but we are going to set intentions. Those are things that we ask celebrities to start doing. Stop doing every week, and we know they're listening. Sarah here on who's yours for?
0: My celebrity intention is for DJ James Kennedy. Okay. So um, on last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules, DJ James Kennedy rage texted his girlfriend Raquel and called her a lot of very mean names and threatened to break up with her. Not the first time. Right. And because she was drunk for once. And I think he might have been drunk, too. But like she was blacked out and he was pissed that she wasn't answering the phone and he went off and he was so mean. Raquel, who, you know, is A delicate creature was crying in her confessional talking about being like um, he was emotionally abusive, which was absolutely right. Mm -hmm. So I need him to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. And but then he was on Watch What Happens Live and said he was nine months sober. Mm. And I really want to believe that Andy questioned the fact that, you know, he said that before. And then, you know, has there's been footage of him drinking and he said this time is different. He's been in AA meetings. So I'm just rooting for DJ James Kennedy to be the entertaining jerk he is on the show, but do it sober and not um, emotionally abuse his girlfriend, Raquel.
1: Travis, who's your intention
2: for? That's a nice intention. Thank you. Um, Mine is for Princess Beatrice. Love Um, her. With her upcoming wedding, I just want to see a gigantic tiara. I want her to pull the biggest crown jewels out of the vault that they have. The ostentatious ones. There's a lot of problems in the royal family, which you may or may not heard of. Mm -hmm. And I would like to be distracted by lots of big diamonds.
1: Mm, I like
2: that. I mean, I'm really
3: into that idea.
2: Right? Who doesn't want diamonds? Yeah, more diamonds. Just like. Have us forget about what happened with Harry. Yeah, sure, to cover up that Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, or Andrew. Yeah. I <laughs> want that. Sparkle will cover a little bit of that up for me.
1: Is he walking her Co- down the cover aisle? Cover Prince Andrew. Oh, Ch- Jeffrey Epstein we? will not be walking down the aisle. No, because he's um, dead. <laughs> yes. I Murdered or, or killed himself, depending on who you ask. Allegedly murdered. murdered. And um, Prince Andrew will be covered in diamonds to try <laughs> to deflect from the embarrassment he has brought upon the oh, entire nice world. Nice set of
2: cufflinks.
0: I hope that she has a big crown that was bigger than Meghan's. It's
1: Tiara. She's gonna Tiara. Yeah. Get your terminal. I
3: mean, I hope so. Me too.
1: Gwen, who's your intention for?
3: My intention is for Celine Dion. Ooh. Oh,
1: my God. She the looks incredible. Queen. What's going on? The Balenciaga top. Oh, the Balenciaga full outfit. But
3: she always looks incredible. She mm-hmm. wears the wildest and wackiest things. And she's like one of the only humans in the world who can pull it off. If you'd like to see every single look, you can go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. It's
2: a good gallery. We no, it's, it's really, really awesome. Because
3: she is like the queen. So here's the thing. My intention for Celine Dion it's just to keep on keeping on. Yes, she went through a very rough time.
1: She did with the death
3: of Renee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's. just. And her
1: mom died too. Yeah,
3: her mom too. I yeah.
1: think I'm seeing her on Thursday. Oh, no no way. I thought it was Friday. It's Thursday. Thursday at Parkway. Well, I'm just missing all the sleep. And that's amazing. Last thing. It's, oh, a great, have been there it's a great. It's a.
3: It's a great, great, great show. She's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. And you know, if we ever have a a down moment. I can relate to you my story about Celine Dion. We've really connected. Wow. (laughs) She loves me. That's a tease. It's true. We really like each other. Anyway, Celine, you just keep bringing the awesomeness.
1: I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to return to an intention I had before because after my Amanda Bynes intention came through and she delivered on the content. My intention is for Rihanna. Where the hell is the album? Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. And you and 500,000 members of the army on every post. I don't even care about Adele's album. I don't (laughs) care actually about anybody. Maybe like Fiona Apple's album, but no, Rihanna's album. She like told us, she teased us that she was listening to it. And then she just said, wasn't going to give it to us yet. So I'm furious. She's doing it on purpose. Can I
0: also just say, speaking of intentions, that um, Kim Kardashian has reposted Olivia Jade again in her skims?
1: What?
2: They're, wow. like, using it
0: as a promotion. Like, the, they're back in stock, that color.
1: She's trying to help OJ with a comeback.
0: Olivia Jade is <laughs> on her way time. back. Not
1: the first time. She's coming back. Uh, guys, by the way, at the yeah, end OG. of this podcast, please, um, if you are a Real Housewives of Atlanta fan, if you're tuning in just for this interview, for that part of the interview, <laughs> or if you love Real Housewives of Atlanta, please stay tuned to the very end. I have a very candid chat with the best friend of all time of the Housewives, probably.
2: And um, the most candid maybe yes, of all time. Marlo um, Hampton,
1: she yeah. really delivers it in our interviews, so that'll be at the end. But now, let's pound through some news, yes. shall we? Mm-hmm. Alex Trebek. The oh my God. of Jeopardy. What a nice update. I love update. him so a much. way to up <laughs> some positivity. Uh, on Twitter, Jeopardy released this update. Alex said it's the one-year survival. He said the one-year survival rate for stage four pancreatic cancer patients is 18%. Wow. B- reminder. Wow. A year ago, he revealed his diagnosis. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm very happy to report I've just reached that marker. I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were moments of great pain, days when certain bodily functions no longer functioned, wow. and sudden massive attacks of great depression that made me wonder if it really was worth fighting on. But I brushed it aside quickly because that would have been a massive betrayal. Betrayal of my wife and soulmate Jean who's given her all to help me survive. Betrayal of other cancer patients who have looked to me as an inspiration, a cheerleader of sorts, of the value of living and hope. And it certainly would have betrayed my faith in God and the millions of prayers that have been said on my behalf. Lovely. I love that.
0: I love that too. That was, I'm rooting for him. That was
1: one of the only shows I was allowed to watch growing up. Really? Yeah. I remember that.
0: You know what's also, this is morbid, but it's the one year anniversary of Luke Perry's passing. Oh wow! Is it? Yeah, it oh, is. Really I remember. Really weird
1: timing to bring that up. Sarah. Sorry, I'm
0: just saying we're talking about um, not you know, death, people not who death, have cheated but...
1: death, and people who did not.
0: Um, I'm sorry, yeah. it's on my mind. Dang. I just remember it very clearly. I'll always love you, Dylan McKay. Okay.
1: Well, um, <laughs> moving on to an Us Weekly exclusive.
0: Another a death of a relationship.
1: Yes. Yes. W- way to tie them together. Sorry, appreciate you. that. Ariana Grande <laughs> and Mikey Foster are not dating anymore. No way. After they yeah. were first linked in August 2019, a source they called up their romance. A Around a month ago. That song is still a bop. Boyfriend. It's okay. Sarah, what boyfriend song were you singing? <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, I really like that song. And I think he's very cute. cute.
3: She has better, but it's fine. And can you name which celebrity wears Ariana Grande perfume?
2: <gasps> yes, I can. It is Haley Baldwin.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> also Bieber. known as Haley Bieber, Bieber. Because we yeah. learned mm-hmm. what she smells like thanks to... The man who sleeps next to her. Justin. Justin. She That's right. Brody, wow. you look like you haven't read this story. So go to usmagazine.com slash stylish <laughs> and read all about <laughs> I it. Will.
1: Speaking of breakups, this I really liked because it brought us all the way back down memory lane mm-hmm. to 2012 when their divorce was finalized. But a source was in the audience When Russell Brand was doing a comedy show in Sydney, Australia, and he brought up Katy Perry when he was saying, oh, this is how the audience might know him. But he was taking questions from the audience at the end and someone asked him about love. Then another person called out Katy's name. Screamed Katy Perry.
2: I love when people just scream their exes at people.
1: Yeah. And Russell said she's a lovely human being, but he wouldn't say more.
0: You know what I always think about when I think of these two is that scene in Katy Perry's documentary where she like throws her wedding ring across the room and starts crying because he mm-hmm. like had just sent her the text that like it was over and she was on tour. That's a great dramatic.
1: That one. was yeah, so
0: is. dark. I miss. We mm-hmm. haven't had a good doc music documentary in a minute. Like that what was are the one. What
1: you about,
0: about Taylor Swift? Oh, I forgot about Taylor Swift. But that wasn't in theaters. Um, Changes was really Excuse bad. Me, that Seasons was at Sundance.
1: That Seasons. Was in a theater at Sundance.
0: Justin Bieber's was yeah. so bad. It gave me no insight. I only
2: liked the wedding episode. The
0: wedding episode was Wait, cool. He talked
1: about the one that he did on YouTube? Yeah. yeah. He talked about all the drugs and depression. Yeah, he had already said it and specific. he didn't go into it He had not be woken up because he had done all that lean and all those pills yeah. and the security. He should to have got it. his pulse, not be woken he up. Should, he needed to go deep. into
0: it more.
2: Yeah.
1: And also the you album so was just
0: greedy. really lackluster. So maybe that like put a little sour taste in my mouth. I forgot about Taylor Swift for people who... Our Swifties, they sure enjoyed that. So I'm happy for them. Personally, you know how I feel about her. I still watched it. There were good nuggets. All I, right, but back to Katy Perry. Yes. Yeah.
3: Travis is so in it. here's my <laughs> Katy Perry story. Okay, let's have back it. Back in the day, around 2008, maybe it was early 2009.
1: She was not yet dating Russell Brand. No. She
3: wasn't. She had, like, just come on the scene. Because Robbie I think, McCoy. like, mm-hmm. I kissed a girl was, like, in 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she, she came,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought that your gold star, it was a dare, it was a dare, it was a dare. I don't do that anymore. She
3: came to a luncheon at the S Weekly offices. Oh. And here's what was so cool about her. Homegirl got up herself, went to the buffet and brought back a tuna sandwich.
1: Gross! Oh. I don't like that at all. She
3: ate her own sandwich. She got her own, sandwich, her and own she, sandwich and she ate it.
1: <laughs> She's just so like us. flexible. That <laughs> oh is exclusive. Uh, just like a scoop right there. Oh, I just don't like public tuna. But <laughs> whatever. That, that's a personal thing. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Yeah. The star of Fashion Week. Northwest. <laughs> Paris Fashion Northwest, Week. Northwest, following in her family's footsteps of uh, <laughs> ripping people off and not crediting them. Uh, sorry, no, she's too young to know any better. She's six years old. She was at her dad, Kanye West, the Yeezy Season 8 show during Paris Fashion Week. We're
0: already on Season 8 of Yeezy.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, doesn't Who all knew? the clothes look the same? Yeah, No, it's the like first one was all the holes. It's like, be- And now beige. they're just
3: sweatpants without holes? Yeah. It's like
1: beige cream. It's like the same Green. palette.
3: I do really like, it did spark that clear shoe trend. Brought it into the mainstream before oh, Yeezy's yeah. And everybody knocking them off. I would have to buy my shoes at Fredericks of Hollywood. And that's not a joke, like the you guys. Clear boots. Yes. No, I would get clear, I would get clear like slides. They were clear PVC on, on on top, like a sandal, and like a very chic, sort of like navy suede insole with a clear PVC heel they were basically like slutty, slutty bedroom slippers yeah. but I would buy them and, and wear them unironically out in the street I wish and well, also they were very inexpensive and looked really good on the yeah. leg but I, I'm thankful for those shoes. Thank you. Connie. Now yeah. I have to pay more for them but at least there's a lot more out there.
1: That's true. Well North did this song. Uh, I mean again she's six so mm-hmm. I, I was watching it. I was like well not a lot of stage presence but I mean oh, I, I, guess I, it's hard I, I thought to she be in front of, owned I the, thought the she stage. she was good. She was very low key. Maybe that's her oh, vibe. She was great. Yeah. okay okay. she's so like her, Jenny a little hard on a six year old she's like Jenny Eiko. She, she is a laid back oh my God, Jenny Ico, my queen. but she <laughs> apparently was ripping off Zaza well she was paying homage to Zaza okay. but Zaza's parents who Zaza had appeared on Ellen mm-hmm. and Zaza's parents took to social media to be like uh, hello please credit our child they were actually
0: really nice about it though they, they were, were like, nice. We're not mad, but please show love and support to the original first. We admire Kanye West, adore mm-hmm. his journey. However, we don't want to feel like our daughter's journey to the world of entertainment is being stifled. Thank you.
1: And then Kim mm-hmm. gave a shout out. She said, We love you. Sorry, did not mean to give credit where credit is due. We'd love the girls to meet soon.
0: We need like a TikTok of North and Zaza.
1: Yes. I think we're gonna get one.
2: I we can all help. Or a
1: remix mm-hmm. and then we'll all be at the club and I'll be like, This is <laughs> so sad that we are now <laughs> bopping to a <laughs> four, six and and four six year olds, <laughs> olds like track. That's you after nice.
2: like four vodka and you're like, I
1: love this song. I mean I had to leap <laughs> over over That hurdle when I was like, Oh my god, Billy, I was just how old I had the same thing with Lord. Now I'm like, No, they're four sex. who cares? <laughs> Let's do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, come uh-huh. on. it's a bop. Yeah, but those Kardashian Jenner kids, they don't disappoint. That's true. No. Did you see Stormy this week? Well, Penelope is a queen. Penelope is a queen. But did you see Stormy in her little teeny tiny Dior dress? Yes, I Oh, did. Did. so it cute. It was really, really cute. Stormy is a true fashion goddess. Mm-hmm. And they if all you are. don't believe me, she go is. to usmagazine.com/slash <laughs> oh, stylist. Extra and look at the gallery. I'm gonna
1: start charging you, Gwen Flamberg. <laughs> uh, you know what? Lights, camera. Actually, let's recast this. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a new segment. I like that. I like it too. Thank you guys so much. We are going to take news moments, because we, you know, we don't our, our listeners aren't tuning in to hear us talk about the news. No. So we're not gonna talk about our political opinions. God. Forbid. We, don't, we don't have them. Hello, we're news people. <laughs> but we are going to talk about the political landscape in our Loose Us Weekly playful terms. We are going to recast this primary, this Democratic primary, because we barely survived Super Tuesday. We're holding our political opinions, Gwen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. we are, we are going <laughs> we are going to say who we would cast if we were going to do... a. Uh, TV movie or a movie? Does anyone want to go first? A Netflix you could, movie? Gwen. Yeah, we can do. Know, uh, let's go to Netflix where there's the big money. Who do you have first on your list? Oh, We have similars. Oh, oh. okay. okay well, go ahead. Do you want to go? For,
3: uh, who should we? No, go ahead. Do? Go okay. ahead. Let okay. you go first. Pick, pick us longer. up. Well, so for Pete Buttigieg, yes. who I love, okay. even though now he's out of the race, but I, I love Too him. Political. I think, Gwen, Gwen, no Too political. Go ahead. political oh, sorry. No. Okay, rattle him off. Okay. Um, Colin Jost. <laughs>
1: oh. Yes. I think that
3: that would be really fresh and really fun. He's so boyish yeah. and cute, but yet, okay. you know, he's, Don't he smart. must know a thing or two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, try try it. You do you John? have a Pete? Cause I have a Pete.
2: Um, my Pete is a uh, Timothy Chameleon. <gasps>
1: oh, that's <laughs> oh. Yeah, that is very generous. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, like I think that. it'd be really cute. Mine was Elijah Wood. Oh, oh, really good one. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, who do you have next? Do you have a Warren? Yeah, I have
3: a Warren. Give, give me your and Warren. And I think you're going to like I'm it. I'm
1: so excited already. Right, well, first, I almost went with that.
3: First, I would go with Charlize Theron, oh, obviously, name. because.
1: Very kind. Very if, kind.
3: Yeah, but like she is the best. And if she could transform into Megan Kelly, True. she mm-hmm. could transform True. perfectly into Elizabeth Warren. She but could. if she wasn't available. Yes. James Charles. <laughs> James Charles? An inspired choice.
2: I mean, couldn't oh you see it? God. I
1: could, unfortunately. I could
2: see that. Yeah, I can't oh get the image out of my head now. Thank could. you. Travis, do you have a Warren? I do. Jane Lynch. Oh, <laughs> I think she'd be such a good Elizabeth Warren. Jane Lynch my wouldn't God, kill her. Oh my God, she I. would be. She would. Right?
1: That is inspired. Thank Mine you. was Diane Keaton. Oh, oh well, Or Jane yeah.
3: Fonza. Oh yeah. yeah. I actually she, think Jane Fonda could, could do it.
1: She's got the grit. She could be good.
2: Olivia
3: mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman could also do uh, it. She Olivia really could. She okay. could okay. if she could say, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> not Olivia Colpo. Uh, no. Although that Olivia is Coleman. making me think <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> <think. laughs> Olivia <laughs> Colpo could be Tulsi Gabbard. She
1: could. Yeah. She could.
3: Or Emily Radikowski. Because oh neither one of them would have to speak. Uh, they would just have joke. to try to emote with their eyes, which I'm not sure either could do either. But
2: my Tulsi is Megan Markle.
1: Oh that's, oh,
3: that's a
2: good one. one. Right. Yeah.
3: Also, <laughs> if Yoko Ono was was in the race, <laughs> Megan Markle could play her too, yeah. just
1: by emotion. Um, do you have a, a Bernie? Yeah.
3: Well, I, I think I mean, everyone I'm sorry. has the same Bernie. Larry David. I just can't see anybody else. It's Larry David.
1: Oh, I had Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that about is that. That. actually that is actually really great. I almost went <laughs> for Tommy Lee Jones, but I did <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Um, do you have a Biden? Yeah. Oh, you know, I actually haven't really thought about Biden. Biden. But who'd who'd you, uh, you have? Gary Busey. I had. Oh. I had. um oh. I had Christopher Plummer. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. Sound of music. All right, but let oh, me just he's tell he's you man. That, man.
3: that I think that Charlize Theron could play him too. She could transform <laughs> into anyone. She's so
1: versatile. I love that about her. Did you guys do a Beto or anyone else? Like in I this didn't. Amy. Of oh, who's your in Amy? Culture, oh. uh, Sally Field.
3: She's totally. She's totally That's Sally Field, crazy. or right. or a younger version, Ellie Kemper.
1: Ooh, I like
2: oh, Ellie Kemper would be lovely
3: for her. Yeah,
1: I did. Um, I I was like, let me let me cast Clint Eastwood as, as Trump, but that didn't quite work for me. But I did a John Krasinski as Beto O'Rourke. Oh, um, oh that's fantastic! No, he
3: Thank could you. be totally great.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, and know, guys, I'm excited about this one. Marian Williamson, <laughs> Francis Conroy. <laughs> From oh, American Horror Story in 65. Yes. No, that's
3: pretty good, but I could also see, oh my God, that's really funny. <laughs> I could also see, like, you could put anybody in there. You could put like Alessandra Ambrosio and she could just like look uh, googly eyed. Yeah, know?
1: but she has to have sort of this like, you know, celestial, sort of whimsical Miranda Kerr.
3: Or oh, you think I need somebody who's more actually yes, comedian?
1: Yes, yeah wit like more of a witch yeah more witchy yeah witchy, yeah. Yeah. witchy positive I didn't, witch. I didn't have time
0: oh, to, to prepare it. for this segment but oh, I would just yeah, like sure to say that oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Andy Cohen should do
1: all the debates oh okay. so great <laughs> thank, so thank you in no, <laughs> let's move on okay. to some hard divorce news oh well, sad. Divorce this is gonna get worse before it gets better this, this better. is actually gonna get worse before it gets better that's true I have no
0: idea these two were still married
1: oh uh, well uh, as everyone knows or as, <laughs> as everyone knows Courtney Stodden is my slack persona Courtney Stodden was 16 when she married a 51 year old Green Mile and X Files actor Doug Hutchinson mm-hmm. in Las Vegas in May of 2011. Wait a second.
3: I totally missed that, that she was 16. Yeah, that 16. was. That was
1: that's, that's, problem that's why we were shocked in 2011. Mm-hmm. And that's why these two like were pushed into the cultural. She like, was guys, almost 17. Because they. Her mom and dad supported it, and they had to because she was 16. Mm -hmm. And as of this week, they are officially divorced. Courtney um, talked to us. She said it's this week. She said it was March 3rd, which marks the day I'm officially divorced. I'm going through a lot of different emotions today. I'm finally waking up to this man who, who he really is. I protected him my entire life when anyone would call him out. I'm done protecting a predator. She said, all right,
3: I'm really embarrassed, but I always thought that Courtney him was someone from Bachelor.
1: No, said, That's um, Courtney um, Robinson. Courtney
3: Robinson. <laughs> so oh, many yeah. Courtney. And
1: she said she hasn't seen Doug in over three years. She said we communicated a few months ago. She stopped responding. She's angry at him. She also said she's angry at her dad for not protecting him. her. She said I'm angry at him now for continuing to cut me out of his life and further hurt me. I've been terribly angry at my mother, but we're healing now. Very Sad, and then Doug's rep got back to us and said, and had all these allegations about Courtney. He said that um, she came up with these schemes and he had a lot of sort of damning things. They're both releasing books, yeah. Um, Doug and Courtney's mom who initially had signed off on the marriage, apparently had some inappropriate relationship. Which The mom was trying to hit on him. Apparently. And Courtney and her mom were really estranged. But this is very, very ugly. Yeah. These books are going to be real bad. Yeah. I mean, Courtney shared a lot on Instagram, but I cannot imagine the trauma of being a 16-year-old girl dating, uh, getting married to a 51-year-old guy. Yeah, no. It's crazy. It's really bad. Yeah,
2: it is. And I would just think about their themed photo shoots in the happier times. Remember where she was like the Easter bunny with the bad spray tan? And then she was Santa with the bad spray tan?
4: Dark times. I love those.
2: And those Twitter soliloquies she used to write with alliteration. She does give a lot to her fans. Yeah, you know. And her music video.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Ocean Remedies. Ocean Remedies' mission is to promote sustainable, marine-based supplements that support healthy people and maintain healthy ocean ecosystems. Ocean Remedies' one-for-one one commitment means with every bottle sold, they provide a year's supply of life-changing vitamins to a child in need. Head over to OceanRemedies.com to learn more about Ocean Remedies krill Oil. And use offer code SUPERIOR, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R, for 15% off your first bottle. Once again, that's OceanRemedies.com and code SUPERIOR. You know who also is having a very strange split? Who? Eva Amory and Kyle Martino. These
3: two are so. Wait, weird. I didn't realize that they were splitting oh. either. Oh my god! And she's pregnant yes. with their when third she's kid. She's pregnant.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing: we do not, even though she's a it's very. Ava candid... okay, Amore.
3: She's Susan and Strong. Exactly. Yes. Thank you for giving. And it makes me thank very you. upset because she had such public struggles with her fertility. Well,
1: okay, but I you're, thought uh, that yes. they
3: were totally together. No, they broke no. up like three months ago. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're mourning they're, it they're now. I I know. I've been busy putting together stylish. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Do you need the address again? Um, I know. This, it.
3: this, it's called a URL, Brody. Okay. It's also
1: a web address, one. But the crazy thing about them is we. She's so candid about being a mommy blogger, mm-hmm. but they have not given us the read details about why they split and why he. The way they split while she's very pregnant. They're being so weird about it's it. It's very strange, and they're also being. I, it's like you want to unfollow on Instagram, but you also can't. can't stop staring because the car wreck is suddenly caught on fire and fallen into like a ravine of like dragons it, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a horrible thing so he shared Hallmark this picture the yeah he shared this picture of a book of songs that eddie vader had inscribed and he was like no do we have to give it back after he'd called them his favorite couple she answered <laughs> questions on insta stories when someone's like who's going to be there when the baby comes she said, when I'm laboring, I'll have my doula, my midwife team, my kids, and some girlfriends there for me. Kyle and I decided we are going to have him stay nearby to come right away after the baby is born. But since our intimacy level has changed, I will not have him in the room. We both feel good about this.
2: I feel like he's going to be right outside, like on the porch.
0: Probably live streaming. Probably live streaming, Probably
2: yeah.
1: on Raya because yeah. we yeah. also <laughs> broke the news that he's on Raya after they're split. Well, maybe not on Raya. But, but that's kind of strange not to be in the room for your baby being born. I don't I mean, think so. I don't not if you're so. split. That's, that's not the, the strangest the part for you about these this? These two yeah. are still <laughs> so So, like, in communication, he, like, posted about
3: her. Yeah, but this is a a classic case, Brody, of the weird way people communicate now. Where, like, they expound on their love for each other on social media. Like, why don't you, this is your husband, like, go tell him to his face. When he was moving out. Say it to
1: my face. That's right. When he was moving
3: out
0: a few months ago, she was, like, live Instagram
1: storying. I don't like that one bit. It was weird. I like watching it. Travis, give us a palate cleanser. What happened
2: on this day in pop culture? I I will tell you. I sort of am expounding on mine from last year, last week. Expounding? Um, Expounding is the word, Sarah. (laughs) Don't judge me. It's look it up in Scrabble. Expound is a word. (laughs) In 2005, as we know, Martha was released from jail, as I said last week. But today marked the first day that she got to go back to her Bedford estate for the first time. And the first thing she did was feed the horses, Mm. pick lemons, walk her dog around the estate and have a personal training session in her private gymnasium. She, of course, was wearing her electronic ankle monitoring bracelet. But, you know, they papped her walking around her 153 acre estate that she could only leave for work, medical, dental appointments, religious services and to shop if she had prior approval from authorities.
1: Stars are just like us. Just like Basically. us.
2: I just love, like, post-prison, Martha, like, walking her dogs and feeding her horses. It's just a lovely I really homage. like that, too. And yeah. little
0: did she know, in, like, 15 years, Snoop Dogg would be her best friend. Yeah.
1: And I can be a successful VH1 show, mm. yeah. Speaking and I still of, have hot legs. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of, of prison, jail? speaking of prison, and the threat mm. of prison, my girl need, Aunt Becky. Speaking of white <laughs> collar crime. <laughs> well, late last week after we recorded our podcast, we got an update that there is an October fifth trial date that Lori Loughlin and Mothomo will be facing.
0: I, I'm, I'm going to throw a party or something. Like, oh,
1: that's really Sarah. sick. Do it. Not like a, it, in a good way. It, like you yes. know, like
0: I want to just group, you get together like minded people. Other things, a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a like a just like I just have to talk about it and watch. Oh,
1: of course you do Such well they on a live podcast they, last week Lori Mossimo were filing these documents saying that the government had been pressuring Rick Singer to lie and basically to entrap these parents mm-hmm. now there is a judge in the called college admissions case. Varsity Blues, never caught on. Yeah, how sad, the Varsity Blues. It was
0: actually a really good name, but it really never caught on. It's just college admissions scandal. Yeah, they were like,
1: oh, this is going to be so cool. Everyone's going to love this. We're going to tap into the nostalgia. No, it didn't work. No. Um, Is saying that USC needs to hand over all these redacted documents that they're holding on to that could really help Lori Massimo's case. Mm -hmm. A source told us that Lori You know, there's been increased pressure from prosecutors to accept a plea deal and avoid a trial, but Lori is steadfast. And another source told us that Lori is feeling motivated, ready to fight, has a renewed sense of hope.
0: So from what I'm here understanding is Lori is claiming that they have documents that say that Rick Singer told them it was a a charity, like an actual donation, and they have the proof that they really knew nothing about it being sketchy.
1: Yeah, they're saying that the FBI, basically, there were these notes on Rick Singer's phone regarding pressure that had been applied on him from the FBI agents, basically getting him to lead and entrap the defendants during the phone calls. And that, That Lori and her husband and the others believe that the money paid to his foundation was a contribution and not a bribe.
2: Well, did you see the Lifetime movie? Of course you did. Of course I did. So you saw what happened in the Lifetime movie. Uh That's what they're saying happened is entrapment where he was like, nudge, nudge. It's a total charity thing, but I'm going to need this $500. But it's totally for charity. Like it's a bribe. But on paper, Paper. they could say that they were being entrapped and coerced.
0: Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm.
2: Nudge, nudge.
1: Because well, have you all I, listen? The pace at which you watched Cheer was inspirational and daunting. So absolutely. I finally I caught agree. up and finished it, and then I Thoughts? saw everyone. Real quick, I uh, cried every episode. Yeah. It was a mess. Oh, it, that's great! It Love incredible.
3: it. I mean, I would like to live with Jerry and Ladarius.
1: Oh. Uh, and I'm really excited that Lexi is, is still on the truth yes and Lexi. I heard
0: rumors that they're starting to shoot season 2 this thank week
1: thank god I, need it I can't wait yeah. I can't wait but so I tried to watch Love is Blind as quickly as I could because I realized fantastic. I was starting late and now I'm on episode 7 oh, but, you're not done I was at the gym watching this morning while I was trying to work out and I was crying because they were at the Meet the Parents episode and I'm oh. still oh processing. yeah Lots of things. Um, That was a messy one. Do we want to don't? Do we want to talk a little bit about it without revealing the total? I basically know how it all ends, but should we just talk about the couples very briefly?
3: I only I'm into episode two.
1: I've seen it all. I've seen it all, Mm -hmm. and I'm
3: just dying for this reunion
1: with. And there's only one couple
2: that really matters: Lauren and Cameron. yes, Yes. they are adorable. Like
1: throughout. <clears throat> Jessica, Jessica is like and, uh, nicknamed a messica I had no idea <laughs> that she would turn into a such psycho? a villain oh. from the beginning. My well, boyfriend and always... I were watching.
2: He's like, she's crazy. He was watching it on mute because I had my headphones on. He's like, I can see she's crazy. It's so he didn't
3: even hear her weird voice changes. No, yeah, yeah. Her yeah baby eyes, I knew and she was she
1: crazy. Like I'm like, what is that? I mean, she baby? fed her dog wine. Brody. That was Brody. The bachelorette party.
3: You're oh not. my God! How how
0: wasted was she at that bachelor? That party? was like really
2: insane. That's when Lauren had the nickname. Oh I don't um, think Messi. I saw that. I don't think oh, I saw. Oh how No, funny. I saw when they
1: when they fought in the and the, Gianina, who is oh, also messy out of our goddamn mind. Yeah, swearing at him like that. Which you know, I, when they uh, that party. Wait, what were you gonna say, Gwen?
3: It doesn't bother you how the gender norms are like so pushed on this show, like Gwen, in the of pods. Even I mean, I'm still in the pods because I'm only in episode two. Like the girls' pods are like full and weird. There's a spoiler. And then the guys' pods are like very clubby. And also, it bothers me that almost everybody on this show is white and straight. Yes. Except and, for Lauren.
1: And I also am like, why am I watching another heteronormative love fantasy show? Because I stopped watching The Bachelor because of that. I was like, this is, this is unrealistic. You know what so would better. be so everybody. crazy? Is
3: As if they didn't know if they were talking to a guy or a girl. In
1: yeah, the
2: that'd be so crazy.
1: No, but that, that
3: would be great if there was like, if like the voice was distorted. <gasps> but that's Right, like, that would be great. What was <clears> that
1: <throat> uh, Are You The One on MTV oh, where yeah, everyone they was did. fluid <clears> and <throat> that was like a, was not like a train
0: <clears> They <throat> did <throat> a season of Are You The One where everyone was fluid yeah
1: no
2: this one's great and i love a messica and i don't want to spoil what happens to you with Giannina? Giannina.
1: Giannina and just, just that's color a,
2: G. That's a, that's what a horrible she it. relationship, by the way. But when did she's you hear like... what's
0: happening in real time with them?
2: No. <laughs> when... But wait till you see the moment. The moment is like the funniest thing in the whole thing at their wedding. Oh, just oh my God. the funniest thing happens yeah. of the seasons. And oh. it is toxic. Also, can I just watching. say, at the
0: weddings, well, everyone has to do the
2: wedding. Yeah. Even, is it like mandatory yes, the mandatory the wedding? the wedding is mandatory. That's at the mm-hmm. altar,
0: they say, I do or I don't. And their family and friends are watching them. And when the people say, I do. All oh. in the
2: same room that Netflix just changes the flowers. It's so, <laughs> so funny.
0: I would do anything to have someone I know to be on the show so I could be in the wedding, like in the in the wedding party, As like a shocks person. Yeah, like this one girl turned around. I won't say which wedding. She goes, "This is so embarrassing for her, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Yes, queen."
2: But we'll throw like, like, and, her in the and bus. one mom walks up. She's like, "You should have said no first. It would have been so much
0: better." <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. yeah. So many of them oh, seem deranged. Other than Cameron and Lauren and Kelly and Kenny. Oh, and
2: yeah. Yeah. wait for Kelly and Kenny. Oh my God, no. Oh
1: my God, Sarah. Why?
2: Yeah, oh Kelly God. and Kenny. Yeah, they're up up. Oh oh I just feel the worst for Mark. I feel yeah. the worst oh, for him. Sure. I would
1: like. I would he's super Mark. cute. He's so cute, but he's like so but he's short. Girls don't know, like short sure. guys. I that's, that's we give guys too much credit for being tall. It is ridiculous. Shut up, because like Barnett, talk. when he comes out of it, I'm like, you're so boring. I know, but... Still kind of hot. Way hot. All right, hot, but uh, hot enough to... <laughs> yes. Hot enough that you can see the hotness through your drunk girl blackout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camilla Cabello. I love how you spell this frenetically. On this. Yeah, because I was like, what if I'm so excited talking about Love is Blind, that I call her Camila Cabello. Well, Camilla Cabello just celebrated her birthday.
3: Happy birthday, na-na-na. So yeah,
2: that's right.
1: She turned 23. Um, she Tuesday, celebrated with a diss from Normani. 3rd. Well... <laughs> I was going to say she had a Cinderella-themed birthday party. as Because she's in the show. 23-year-old. Oh, that's right. She's filming the movie in London. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her boyfriend was there.
0: Who was that again? Sean Mendes. Oh, yeah. Shawn Mendes. Right.
1: Yeah, not Matthew Hussey. They're not together anymore. Right. But her collaborator and, and lover, mm-hmm. um, Sean Mendes, was there. For, yeah. But Normani <laughs> was not because at the end of last week, Normani finally broke her silence about mm-hmm. Camila mm-hmm. Cabello's racist Tumblr posts from the past that came back. A couple of them. And people were really waiting to hear this. I mean, Camilla, to her credit, well, not to her credit, but she's been not really addressing Normani breaking her silence and she was talking about humanitarian crisis on social media this week. But Normani said she wanted to be very clear about this um, and she said she struggled with talking about it because she didn't want to be part of her narrative. But she is a black woman who is a part of an entire generation that has a similar story. and She talked about daily attacks she (coughs) faces she said this represents a day in her life. She said it was devastating. It came from a place that was supposed to be a safe haven, a sisterhood, because she knew if the tables had returned, she would defend each of them in a single heartbeat. It took mm. days took days for her to acknowledge what she was dealing with online and days for her to take responsibility for the offensive tweets that recently resurfaced. This was, Ooh. I mean, hopefully a big learning lesson for Camilla, as, yeah. she, as she said, but hopefully a bigger learning lesson for a lot of people. And I hope Normani's words resonate, but a very... Very bleak but
2: serious moment. Yeah, can't wait to see the Cinderella movie.
1: But speaking of birthdays, (laughs) it's It's time time. for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. And this this fight will be refereed by um, Chris Martin, who strikes me as a pacifist, but he turns 43 (laughs) on March 2nd. Definitely into buddha Yeah. Yeah. Gwen. Yes. Guess what? You're going to have a, our first three-woman match. This oh, This is where we're putting, of course, WWE we're putting celebrities file. who are celebrating their birthdays this week in our imaginary boxing ring with imaginary gloves on, duking it out for to be that birthday winner. <laughs> um, Gwen, yes. Julie Bowen turned 50 on March 3rd. Oh, Patricia Heaton turned Ooh. 62 on March 4th. And Catherine O'Hara turned 66 on March I 4th. I mean, and come are TV moms. Come on. Who, who? Julie, I Patricia, mean, or Catherine.
3: Moira Rose will yes. take everybody out and then some. Snatch Catherine O'Hara.
2: Yeah. Snatch their wigs. Name them. Put them on our wall.
1: Travis, we've got some tough... IRL moms oh. Jessica Biel turned 38 on March 3rd oh, and shit. go to usmagazine.com to read more about her birthday celebration with Justin Timberlake and Laura Prepon turned 40 wow. on March 7th. Jessica Biel versus Laura Prepon who wins? Well, they're Jumps. both kicking my ass. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> that. that is very tough. I'm going to go Jessica Biel. She's got the guns. She's so shredded, oh, but they just they could beat anybody up.
1: Uh, just be tough to live with Justin. Keeping on, uh, you know, doing little matches, people who make sense in our theme together. Justin Bieber turned 26 on March 1st, hmm. and Eva Mendez turns 46 on March 5th. <laughs> just throwing <laughs> you for a loop. <laughs> it was going to be Kesha, <laughs> but I want, I want Justin to go because of Eva Mendez.
0: Um, <laughs> Ava Mendez.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry, yummy. Oh, Gwen, see. it's Catherine O'Hara, 66 year old Catherine O'Hara mm. versus Jessica Beale at 38.
3: I mean, Jessica Biel's got guns. Yeah, she does. Yeah, but Catherine O'Hara is oh way more God. emotionally <laughs> resilient. She would take that biatch right out.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Travis, it's, a, wow. Catherine O'Hara versus Eva Mendes. Oh, wow. Who wins? I
2: really thought it was going to be Eva versus Jessica, which is yeah. something I think a lot of straight men would like to watch. Yeah, of course. If um, they were ma- like pillows. But and I'm and also going to go with Catherine oh, O'Hara. You go she, Moira. Schitt's yeah, Creek. Moira. I love
1: Shit's Creek the, so of Creek. Yeah. We need to talk about Britney Spears. Oh, Because what is going on there? So we heard from a source that she's not making any overtures about not making any overtures about wanting to go back in the recording studio or get out on tour. Right. It's been a welcome break for her not being at this residency or working because she's been truly working nonstop before that. She's spending. She has not been spending time with her dad because she's very angry. She doesn't have the boys. Mm -hmm. And she's not been expected to resume an active career soon. Our another source told us she's in no rush to start recording again. This is the longest break between album cycles in her career. Teardrop. She's perfectly convinced.
0: I really liked Glory, that. by the way. Thank you. You. Know, you
1: know what? I like all Britney, but some I like more than yeah. Those, like Blackout. Yeah. Um, our source said she may stop making music at some point, but she'll never stop dancing. Hopefully, not breaking Dance another foot. That video. Not quite like that. Um, <laughs> uh, whether it's on a stage or alone in her backyard. Yeah, that video was crazy where you heard her bone.
2: I, I still nah. haven't listened to it on Sound On.
1: Well, even more shocking than this, um, Jaden Federline, mm-hmm. 13-year-old Jaden, did a 15-minute live stream and talked about how he wants to help. Uh, talked about Britney. Talked about how she wants to quit music. Talked about him, it was his grandpa. Wild. It was wild. For followers. He said um, his favorite... And he's private. Yeah, I to go he, follow he said him. his favorite um, Britney songs are Hit Me One More Time or Toxic. Um, someone asked him if he wants to kill his grandfather. He said, bro, I was thinking the same thing. Um, oh. When he talked about his uh, grandfather... Jamie Spears again he said yeah he's a pretty big he's pretty gay as shit he can go die Mm-hmm. Well, that is—that's really I mean, charming. Crazy. Tom, how you really uh, feel? But I wonder if he learned that from his dad, Kevin Federline. But no, he—he <laughs> said his dad is Jesus. Yes. Oh boy. He said my dad's literally Jesus. Literally he's like Jesus. Jesus. And he, mm-hmm. and when someone said, "Will you get in trouble for doing this?" He said, "My dad doesn't care."
0: Which is, um, I can have on pretty good authority that his dad does care because someone I know <laughs> may have shared this live stream, and someone I know may have gotten an alert saying that they shouldn't share this live stream from someone of the Kevin Federline mm-hmm. camp. It was not me;
1: just someone I know. Wow! Well,
2: mm. I also liked how he said he likes Sam. Mm.
1: Yeah, he Brittany's likes boyfriend, Sam.
2: Hot boyfriend. He said he likes Sam. Good dude.
1: Yeah, I like that. And he also said he might want to be producing music. Uh, and he also talked about Fortnite. Mm. This was very strange. We've never, we've never heard from Jada before. So no. this was. Uh,
0: the good news is he says he loves his grandma. All of them.
1: Yeah, that was nice. Preston's
0: doing well. Oh,
1: oh, if people are curious if he can sing, he said, "No, I'm an ass singer, bro. Like I'm really ass at singing." That, that was uh, refreshing. Is that good? Words from the mouth of a 13-year-old. Let's move on to <clears> 25 <throat> things you don't know about me. I've gone to the archive, as we do every week, oh, to pull the these two issues. Desiree Heart Sucks, oh. Dream Day, Bachelorette oh. Wedding. This is from a February 2nd, 2015 issue. I did that interview. Or more recent, December 11th, <laughs> 2017. This is when I went down to the Bahamas with oh. um, Larry Burkhead. Wait, so you and
2: I both did these interviews?
1: Yeah, oh my gosh, Fine. you knew? Well, of brag. Which mm-hmm. one do you guys want? A Desiree Hardsock Wedding, or This, My Life Without I Mommy? I kind of like My Life Without Mommy. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the year? Oh, boy. This, He's giving a face like we this, picked the hard no, one. No, this is
1: 2017. <laughs> okay. December, so. Okay. Oh, recent. I was
0: here at this point.
1: Oh, she's an here. An Listeners, please play along <laughs> as can these see the three try to figure out <laughs> who are 25 Things You Know About Me interview was with during this issue. Okay. Number one, I love salmon. I can keep it in the fridge and snack on it throughout the week.
2: Mandy Moore. Is it really Mandy Moore? What the Oh, my God. That what was literally a remembers? random guest. Oh, my God. Yes. He, did you remember? Travis, remember uh, no a I did big not.
1: prize. Uh, did you do this interview? I, no, I did not how do you this know interview. She lo- well, you love She Knows how She. I know, you know, know
2: she, knows she loves she Sam. She Sam does. Does. How do you know? Because I've been a huge say? Mandy Moore you know. fan since she was 13 years I'm old. old. And she talks
1: Fine. about Sam Holy shit. That crazy. I
3: cannot believe that.
1: I would even give you another list, but forget it. Travis, that was brilliant. I'm so annoyed. Thank you. Wow,
0: Bethany. Wow. That was a very
1: quick segment. Let's move on to The Bachelor. Sarah, what's going I on? I mean, the Travis deserves a prize. He, he does, got it on number one. I, I was unbelievable! I, I you can have this like copy love, of this Us Weekly I, I, issue. I, can, I mean, can I, can can sign, I can sign this issue since I did the <laughs> cover. World story. exclusive. Yeah. I'll sign mine. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and we'll exchange them. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that wow. was not Travis. Oh, I mean, wow, wow! I Mandy mean, had so many more interesting facts. Yeah, are there any more highlights? I mean, I, sort of I don't really love cocktails, but I do love scotch. Um... What did she say? She uh, she's, she was been watching Mindhunter at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a jeans and t-shirt girl. Then I throw on a blazer, a leather jacket, or jeans. I'm a big aromatherapy person. I love to light candles, read a book, and have a glass of wine. I'm a fan of sour candy.
0: Yeah, but she loves salmon.
1: I know, and I that was the that. giveaway. Why her skin looks so good. Mandy Moore, yeah. salmon
0: enthusiast. I'll never forget that now.
1: Sarah, (laughs) what's going on in The Bachelor?
0: Well, more important. So Peter's finale is next week. We've got two parts. We don't know what's Mm going to happen. Victoria F. has finally been sent packing. But more importantly, our new bachelorette, almost 39-year-old Claire Crowley.
2: Don't call her Mrs. Juan Pablo.
0: Don't call her Raccoon Meltdown because I got blocked Mm -hmm. on Instagram for that.
2: Yeah. For some reason. (laughs) It was so funny the producers did that. Wait, tell them what happened.
0: So when Claire was on Bachelor in Paradise twice, but on her second stint, she got, was involved in a love triangle with Ashley, I, and Jared, which ironically they're married now, but at the time very much Ashley was into Jared and Jared was kind of playing the field and Claire, he went on a date with and Claire was so upset about getting involved in the drama again that she started um, crying, talking to a producer, but they edit it to make it seem like she was talking to a raccoon. Uh, <laughs> and it was very classic. Isn't it amazing? And Money. I have brought it up on UsMagazine.com many a times, and I think it got me in trouble because Claire has blocked me on Instagram.
2: Oh, really? And I don't know why she blocked me from a long time ago too. When we oh, were really? trying to reach out for her for Juan Pablo season because I was there at when she was on Juan Pablo's season. yeah. Uh, so remember I when it was
3: January? Like, that was yes, a good one. Yes, was good. And but she he, blocked
2: me then, too. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. good. I reached on. out for Deeds after she didn't get chosen.
0: She was um, infamously, allegedly, slept with Juan Pablo in the ocean, allegedly, and then he allegedly told her, <laughs> I don't love you, but I love effing you. Yep. And then she snapped like a badass and was like, I don't want my kids to have a father like you and yep. walked out. And then he was with Nikki Farrell for that hot minute. Yep. So she was on Paradise twice. Then she was on Bachelor Winter Games two years ago. And got engaged to Benoit. Yep. Um that lasted for From about Germany. For, for um Bachelor Canada, actually. Oh. He was mm-hmm. French though. Um he like spoke French. Um, the French part of Canada. Um, French Canadian. Now she is our oldest bachelorette ever.
2: Great. Was she thirty? She's going to turn
0: thirty nine during filming next week. That's
2: great. Yeah. Because I'm really, no offense, I'm done with these kids who do not know what they want, just crying hysterically on the Bachelor. And, they needed to switch up. And
0: there's been some casting they, news already that they had younger people who have already gotten cut. So they, clearly, this was a last minute decision. They interviewed a lot of people allegedly. Um, I'm excited for it. Me too. I, I love when they mix it up. Any like I like when they take someone from the past. I like. I, I'm always down for any bachelor season. I. I try Trust the producers. They all go out differently. Like, sometimes they're more dramatic. Sometimes they're supposed to be dramatic. Sometimes they're supposed to be for love. I'm here for all of it. You can get my takes on my new Bachelor podcast coming soon.
1: (laughs) Guys, for our final segment, Mm. I talked to Marlo from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, Let's listen to what she had to say. We're here with Marlo Hampton from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Marlo, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, we're going to dive right into it because you okay. you might as well be holding a peach because you are the center of all the action this <laughs> season. Like, you're in, in a lot of the scenes, stirring the pot, having to defend yourself, having I to go know. on the offense sometimes. They need to give me a peach, right? They sure do need to
4: give me yeah, a peach. Yeah, that's right. Give me a peach, Andy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, to kick things off, I want to do like a word association thing with you. Okay. I'm going to go through each of the housewives. I want you to give me one word, that the first word that comes to mind. All righty. NeNe Leeks,
4: Rich. Portia Williams. Uh, Big Booty. Kenya Moore. Freddie Cougar. <laughs> K- Candy Burris. Moneybag. Cynthia Bailey. A model. Eva Marcel. Sunflower. <laughs> Sunflower. <laughs> I mean, God, come on. Sunflower. Wait a minute. Okay.
1: Eva is, she's pregnant this season, but she doesn't seem like she's delivering
4: as much as she has in the past. That's what people have said. You're saying that as well? Uh, what are you saying? I don't want to. What are <laughs> well, you saying? Well, you know, since you're my friend, I'm going to agree with you. you uh, know, you're I so agree supportive. With you. Thank you. You know, friends stick together, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but do you think it's time for
1: her to turn in her peach? Or do you think once, you know, once this baby, she once the baby's sort of established, she'll be back in the mix for another You know
4: season. what? This is what I feel. I don't never want anyone not to have a job. But mm-hmm. I do feel that I don't hold a peach and I bring it yeah I, I mean it's no limits you guys have seen me go below the belt regret say things i share everything i'm honest yeah and i get bothered when girls come around and they just don't give it 130 mm-hmm. percent like i give it yeah. so that bothers me and i do feel some type of way because i'm like hey how are you having a peach and i'm bringing it triple you yeah so that does bother me but hey what's meant to be a b and it is what it is you know i don't make that call i feel like in the
1: past, people thought you didn't want a peach because maybe you didn't want to open up your life the way the other husband well, did. Well, that that's not just
4: because people made up a story on what they thought my life was. Yeah. I want a peach. I yeah. would love a peach. And guess what? I definitely feel that my fans deserve to see me with a peach so they can really see what is it like when Marlo wakes up in the morning? How does Marlo work when she goes to our office? What does Marlo really do mm-hmm. instead of? this make-believe story that the world has created for eight years. Yeah. So I feel that it's only fair yeah. for my fans, for the world, for you, everyone, to really see. Let me see what really goes on in Marlo's life.
1: And we see this season, it's tough for Nini at times, but oh she God, has you always in her corner.
4: I'm always in her corner, especially right or wrong, I'm going to be in her corner, but I'm yeah. going to let her know when she's wrong. Well, we saw when she walked out of that, Lunch you two were having, and yeah. she and
1: but you had to deliver the truth. But years ago we saw when you and Nini had it was not as good between you two. You guys yeah. had a falling out. What do you do to make sure that never happens again? How are things different now?
4: You know what? I just feel on my end, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. So even if she has a moment, I'm like, okay, girl, get over it. I will see you tomorrow. We're not going there. We've already been there. Yeah. So we don't need to revisit that. It's Greg has had cancer. We've seen people pass Nipsey, Kim. It's too much real stuff going on. Yeah. Her and I have a friendship, a sisterhood. She's like Nini is literally like my big sister. Yeah. I respect Nini her ass doesn't listen to me all the time, but I respect her and I'm not going anywhere. So it's like, I'm here. I'm going to tell you when you're right or when you're wrong. We can take a week break or two day break, but just know I got your back no matter what.
1: Yeah. And it seemed like her former writer, die, Cynthia, Mm -hmm. I don't think people thought things would get so bad between them. I never
4: saw that coming.
1: Do you think there's any chance they could ever go back to the way it was or no?
4: I don't know about the way that it was, mm-hmm. but I know they can definitely reunite and be friends one day, but definitely not as close as it was. I think that was that was a big powwow. Do you think you and Nini will get invites to Cynthia's wedding? Um, I think we will. OK, I think we will. I definitely think Cynthia now, after all that's happened, that she would definitely. Well, shit. I don't know about the reunion. Yeah, I think we will, as long as they're good at the reunion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you? We've seen so much this season to Cynthia's concerns about Mike's past and Mm because he's cheated before. I'm very about that. Are you worried for her what she might be getting into? Because
4: I'm worried for anyone in a relationship. I just feel that you have two humans, Mm -hmm. and we're humans. Yeah, we make mistakes, and. I mean, his past does show something, but people do change. And then, guess what? Some people don't change. I just feel that they're going to have to stay prayed up and hopefully they can take all this attention and fame and all the attention on them and just stay grounded. It's really important to get someone who can stay grounded. And hopefully he has changed because I know she's super, super duper happy.
1: Yeah. And on this last episode, we saw Kenya's marriage implode. And you said, I remember on Watch What Happens, you were like, well, maybe she paid him to be there. What do you think was really going on with their relationship? Do you think it was a situation like that?
4: Well, we all know from the past, Kenya's had fake boyfriends. Yeah. So, you know, of course we said that. Um I hope he's a fake husband mm-hmm. because I would never want a husband to speak to me the way that man speaks to her in front of millions of people, and I don't want the baby to grow up to hear him the jokes and the things he say to her. Mm-hmm. So, I was remain single before I have to ever deal with the man talking to me that way, and I don't even care for Kenya, but that's just ridiculous. If you would, it makes me look even down on her to where, girl, what is wrong with you?
1: Mm. And she, well, she talks so strongly to the rest of you about Oh, it seems that's like- why
4: she's so mean to us because she's at home and she's being Ken. And when Ken leaves home, she comes in and be Freddy mm-hmm. Cougar knives out and just want to scare us all
1: she said something like you'll never get a
4: peach do you Mm -hmm. think that's just her trying to cut at you you know what hurt people hurt other people Mm. and she just tries to hurt me and i'm gonna get whatever god has in store for me and let's hopefully she gets a husband that truly loves her and respects her and makes her truly happy
1: you've been here for all of it on, on it feels like on atlanta i can't remember yeah, a time when you weren't years. there. Do you think any of the people who used to hold peaches, like a Phaedra or a Kimsey or a Claudia, could come back? And um, if so, which ones?
4: I feel all three of them were great TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, who cares if people say they like them or not? They were great TV. That's you important because to- a lot of fans forget that. Yeah, they were Kim, Phaedra, Claudia, Karee. They were amazing TV. So I just feel that whoever is good TV, who can keep a check going, come on back. So, but you know, I don't make that decision. Or I would have a peach. So <laughs> I just feel they definitely are great for TV.
1: So you recognize? Do you think same thing with Kenya? Even though you don't get Kenya's along with, It's amazing
4: them? TV. I mean, think about it. Kenya is an aspiring actress. She has felt in that department. So she's great now in here letting us see how she acts up. This is the closest to acting she is. <laughs> what about
1: Portia's man? Are you shocked that she's been
4: trying to work things out with Dennis after all that went down? I'm not. I'm not because Portia loves family. She's a Southern girl from Georgia native. She has a little baby biome. She wants the all-American family. And I feel that her and Dennis, I hope they work it out. I just feel that things are going to get better for him.
1: I mean, she said something on Instagram the other day about how guys will say anything to get their
4: girls back it's
1: like oh yeah do you think what's that. what's their situation do you know if they're still together you no
4: know, when I I just last saw them at my birthday and they looked amazing dancing happy smiling so I haven't heard anything so let's continue to knock on this is this wood you can knock, knock on it. wood that they say that way
1: uh, what about you? Are you dating any
4: billionaires? Uh, now? no, I wish. If I was dating a billionaire, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. For <laughs> real? You would probably see me on south of France <laughs> on a yacht, darling. I would be here <laughs> in in New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, I'm dating. I'm just like, it's, with me, I'm not going to settle. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a special man for me. I have a strong personality. I'm raising two young boys. So whoever comes into my life right now, they're really going to have to be a king and be someone I look up to and that these boys look up to. So help me find a man. I've been throwing out. We need Marlo finds love, but it needs to be real love. I want a good old I might want a good old country rich man. Okay. Good old country rich man. Just putting it <laughs> out put there. Put the rich in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the- I just want a manly man. I want someone who loves me, let me be me, who's not ashamed of uh, not ashamed of my extraness. And when I want to wear heels and if I want to wear my hair long, let me just be me. Celebrates it. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius, so I have to be me. As soon as you try and put me on the shell, I'm going to run.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned those boys. We saw them on the show. Oh, what? How has that changed your life, taking on those two boys? Now you're acting
4: as their— your serving team, as Monty now, yeah. yeah. It's changed my life. Huge deal. Uh, a year ago, I never would have thought I'd be here. I'm waking up now in the morning— William, did you brush your teeth for five minutes? Do you want me to make scrambled eggs? Do you want cheese on yours, Michael? You don't. You want boiled eggs, William? It's like, I with them, I. You know what it is, where It's the life I never had, and maybe something I feel that I wish I had. Like when I went around my friends, their mom made them breakfast or I'm calling to see if they made it from the bus stop or how was your day at school? Those are things I never experienced. I was in foster care at age 10. I didn't have a key to a house. If it was raining like today, I was sitting outside the foster home house waiting on them to get there because they didn't trust us to have keys to their homes. So I just know that at this time in my life, God put them in my life for a reason. I get more hugs now and kisses. They're, they're, they're really straightforward, though. Why do you have on that much makeup? That wig. Do this. Oh, you need your toes done. But I love them to death. So <laughs> one thing about them, they're straight shooters. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're great kids. And it's not easy every day. It's hard some days. Are you ever, I mean, now you suddenly have two boys. Not, Are you ever, like, nervous for them? Or Oh, my God, am I? Just, um just to throw up uh, Wendy and I, Nini and I went to Burdorf. Yeah, and security was following us and I'm oh. like, damn, are they racially profiling us? I'm like, my nephews have dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried about when they go somewhere, someone going to be profiling them mm-hmm. every night when I go to bed, I'm worried. Like, are you making the right decisions? Are you giving them too much? Are they going to be successful? Are they going to get pulled by a police officer? And because like, as a, All mothers, I salute mothers because as just an aunt in this year, I'm so worried. These days I'm just crying like, oh, my God, God, did you really want me in this position? Am I really this strong? So then I'm like, okay, over the tears, put on your big girl panties and keep it moving.
1: Wow, Brody got some good tea there. Thank you, Sarah, cheers. Love her. I don't I, know she, what she needs she was a peach. Wearing. She needs a peach. Um it was in it was some animal printy thing. Okay. It was and she, she's had like a, a, yeah, a she had the biggest label. Yeah, she had a label um bracelet on too. I was loving it. Mm. I felt, mm. of course, underdressed, but then I let her know that my sweater was Lava. Oh, she nice. loved you. She appreciate it. She, she loved you. Yeah, we got along we get along really well. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you again for listening to our Hollywood podcast. Please listen on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes tune in to whatever satellite you listen to podcasts on. I don't know how to them these days, but please join us again next week here on the Hollywood Podcast. We will have lots more juicy news as we always do here next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by Ocean Remedies. Ocean Remedies' mission is to promote sustainable marine-based supplements that support healthy people and ecosystems while delivering access and life-changing vitamins to people in need. A great source of Omega-3's Ocean Remedies krill oil can help with PMS, joint pain, and heart health. Ocean Remedies is certified for its sustainable harvesting practices by Friend of the Sea and comes in eco-friendly glass packaging. Head over to OceanRemedies.com to learn more about Ocean Remedies Krill Oil, a unique dietary supplement for use in your daily regimen to support your heart, brain, and eye health. And use offer code SUPERIOR, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R, for 15% off your first bottle. Once again, that's OceanRemedies.com and code SUPERIOR.